What community sounds like. Stay open. Hey guys, this is Chris from Tap the Craft. I want to tell you about a new partner that we have for the show. B-Cups. B-Cups is the world's first line of style-specific beer cups for people on the go. Whether by the beach, pool, hiking, or on the boat, B-Cups are great for any place you can't use glassware. They're dishwasher safe, lightweight, BPA-free, recyclable, and so clear that they often get mistaken for glass. They come as four packs on Amazon.com, but two packs and variety packs are available on their website at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Go check it out. Hello, craft beer friends, and welcome to another episode of Tap the Craft Podcast. I am Denny Lewis, coming to you from Boise, Idaho, and my friend, my Wells bro from Tampa, Florida, Mr. Chris McKenzie. How are you doing tonight, and what is in your glass? Well, minus any you know technical difficulties, we're doing just absolutely wonderful. Okay. Um, and in uh, in my glass tonight is one of my favorites from Hop and Frog. They're Boris the Crusher Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Oh yeah, nice. And uh, I I got a, I think there might be one more bottle of this left in my fridge, and just you know on those nice uh, nice cool evenings, it'd be nice to have a stout <laughs> in your glass to help warm you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How cold is it in Tampa right now? You don't want to know. It's 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 frigid. It's really frigid. Uh, like I was telling you before we started, I was at, we went to Bush Gardens today. Um, I may have gotten sunburned. Um, okay. But I, th- I think right now we're sitting at about 70. Okay. Yeah, 70. That's nice. Yeah, considering the rest of the country is uh, a little bit chilly. In fact, you know, we're in, yeah. the, uh, we're in the 20s or so right now. It was, it was uh, pretty cold. A little bit of snow drip, you know, snow uh, flurries here and there, and yeah, just nice and nice and chilly. Winter, winter is here for sure mm-hmm. in the Boise area. Well, you guys are going to be climbing out of that any day now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. So, what do you have in your glass tonight, Denny? Well, I am drinking uh, a a Swartz beer, and I just had we just had a a Swartz beer episode where I talked all about this style because I think this is a great style to drink in the cold wintry months and right after we recorded i i can't i think i i think i got this beer right after we recorded oh no yeah yeah I, my memory is uh is failing because i'm getting older as we sit here but uh but yeah this is a uh, from the shoots brewery it's a collaboration with bell brewing and it's their Schwartz beer collab and I picked this up and drank it, and I'll tell you what, this is a perfect example of what a very good Swartz beer uh, can be. And I actually gave this a five-cap rating. I enjoyed it so much. So as a, as a you know, follow-up to our Swartz beer show, I just want to say if you guys can find this beer, and I'm sure it's going to be distributed in you know around the country because Bell's and Deschutes is probably distributing it, uh, this is a very good example of the Swartz beer. So um, I'm going to – I picked up a six-pack, actually. I'm, I drank this uh, – I think I drank it on the day that the show recorded. I think I drank it last Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, or Thursday before last. And then I, I enjoyed it so much I, I grabbed a six-pack. So, yeah, that's that's how I'm rolling. So I'll be drinking a couple of these tonight just because it's uh, it's it's cold and I need to warm up and – Nice, a nice lager, nice dark lager. Yeah, and that's de- that's definitely one of those styles. Um, <clears throat> like you were talking about on the show, is that people look at it and they go, "It's dark." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I want to get into that. Just give it a try. I mean, they, it's I, I like the style myself, uh, but I, I I really like just the classic styles of beer mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I mean, I'm I'm drinking just a basic imperial oatmeal stout. You know, nothing crazy with like mm-hmm. fruit or you know adjuncts or anything in it um just kind of that's kind of how i'm kind of going this year for for beers kind of getting into a little more just classic styles and nothing like 
German chocolate cupcake, <laughs> buttermilk barrel aged, you know, <laughs> coffee uh, explosion because <laughs> they're, they're getting a little be uh be a little crushing on the palate yeah yeah they can be a little much but you know when i said that same thing that i was stepping away from ipas and then what was my most drank beer last year it was ipa <laughs> so you you may say it now early in the year just be prepared to find out at the end of the year that you might have you know not drank as many of these traditional regular styles as you had hoped but i hope you do it's okay. I'll I'll do it either way. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy yourself while you do it, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, let's get the show rolling. And in case we have any new listeners, because I know we always have a couple of new listeners each episode, let me tell you what Tap to Craft podcast is all about. We are an educational podcast. We focus around celebrating all things craft beer because we want to help you, our listener, along in your craft beer journey. And you're listening to episode 119. We're recording on Monday, February 11th, 2019. And in this episode, we will be discussing beers for Valentine's Day. Yes. Aww. Yes. We're re- this show releases on Valentine's Day. So what better themed show content to have than talk about beers that you should be drinking on Valentine's Day. So that is what we're going to discuss. And of course... We're going to have some great conversation along the way between Chris and I. And Chris, you have a great idea for a segment to get us started into the beer conversation. So why don't you go ahead and uh, and start our, our next segment? Okay. So I wanted to kind of see what our listeners were drinking. I mean, it's kind of hard to just have everybody write in and go, hey, I'm drinking this. It's, you know, it's Monday night, uh, currently 8.55 Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> so I figured... I'd like to see what some of our listeners are drinking on Untapped. And uh, if you guys aren't following us on Untapped, uh, make sure you listen to the end of the show. Our usernames will be at the end, and we can start following each other just to find out what everybody's drinking. So, <laughs> so I was just kind of scrolling through here. First one up is going to be Chad Lamasa is drinking uh, Blood Red Sky by Innocent Gun. Gave that one a four and a quarter caps. That's uh, pretty good. Have you ever? Have you got? Do you guys get Innocent Gun? stuff out your way Denny? <laughs> i never i've never even heard of innocent gun so that's okay. a new one for me <laughs> okay uh so let's see and then uh james kudzall uh is drinking uh i'm gonna butcher this one peel peels lager by peels brewing company at murphy's tavern unfortunately he gave that one a two and a quarter ooh, cap ooh. all right uh skinny matt knight uh drinking a sunny summer Honey Wheat by Blue Moon <laughs> Brewing Company. Matt, normally I would I would give you crap about this, but he wrote in here, it was free. I, I can't fault you for getting free beer, man, yeah. so good for you. Yeah. Whether or not you give it a two and a half cap rating or not, free beer is free beer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? Uh, Robert, chew your beer. Oh, yeah. Drinking uh, Whipped Volume 2 by Oliver Brewing Company. Um Given this one a four cap rating, it writes in smooth, creamy, and not sweet at all. Mm. Nice balance between hops, vanilla, and mango. It looks like a oh. uh, uh, like a mango milkshake IPA. Nice. That sounds oh. good. That looks pretty tasty. Um, Kevin Page is drinking one big doodle by <laughs> Intercoastal Brewing Company, <laughs> and he writes not bad for a cream ale. Some cookie going on. Nice. I think it might be a typo. Nice lunch to it. Three, hey, if if 3.65 was available, because that's what he wrote in there, he gave it a 3.75 caps uh, on this one. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Uh, Kevin Page again, the eulogy for the bandit by Civil Society Brewing. Oh. Uh, yeah, 3.75 on that one too. Okay. Uh, looks, like a, looks like a stout drinking that one out of a mason jar. I got a couple little pictures here. And let's see. Um, who else? Tara Carlson, uh, Dancing in the Ruins by Hoof Hearted. All Ooh, right. Some uh, Ohio beer. Ohio beers right there. Yeah. So we got uh, 10 points for the can art. This is what she writes. 10 points for the can art. Needed to warm up before I could really enjoy it. I usually don't like the sweet beers. Uh, she gave that one three caps. Um, if you guys are familiar with Hoof Hearted, 
which sounds really funny, Hoof Hearted. Um, <clears throat> they have some really cool can art. Uh, one of their famous beers that they put out is Conky Dong, <laughs> which is uh, a double IPA. It's really tasty. It's a play. Uh, it's a play off of Donkey Kong. It certainly is, and they've got the Donkey Kong monkey on the front of it with a barrel. He's wearing a barrel, uh, and there happens to be a hole cut out right about where his junk is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So next one up is Chad Lamasa's drinking Walking Blues IPA by Blue Earl Brewing Company. Gave that one four caps. Uh, let's see who else here. And I'm at the top of my list. So I think we need to make sure everybody's following us on Untapped so we can read out some more names for next time. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a quite a variety of beers. So, hey, good. Good on you. And uh, I'll be prepared next next week, too, because I think um, there might be a few listeners that I have on on my untapped, but maybe Chris, you don't have. And mm-hmm. if, that's, if that's the case, I need to make sure I send them your way so we are all on the same page uh, with that. So great, awesome. I like that uh, that little uh, segment because it gives us an opportunity to see some of the beers that our listeners are drinking around the nation uh, and even uh, around the world. Because I do have a few listeners that I. I uh, pay attention to an untapped. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's not from the States. So that'd be great. As do I. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's move on. We don't have a Trek update because John's not here and he didn't send me anything. And I think they're just chugging along with the nice snowy weather and enjoying some brewing. I, I did see a, a, a post, something about uh, the brewery smells great when John was brewing. Mm-hmm. So come and smell some great uh beer that he's brewing up so that hopefully people came in and and took a sniff of some of that great beer but hopefully everything's going well in trekville now that was the picture of him uh next to the control panel pressing buttons right yeah 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 i have one of those pictures too (laughs) so i really think and i wrote this to i I would assume Kristen is the one that's handling all their social media Mm -hmm. um i always feel like john would just be kind of an evil genius and he's always wanted kind of this control panel just to have these red buttons like he's launching missiles or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's that's a that's definitely what just fell into my head. I was like, yeah, he's he's Dr. Evil. Yeah, there's bring beer. I think there's only like two switches on there, maybe a three that actually work. So, it, it one is. red button is all you need. <laughs> yeah. All you need. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was John. So I I should post my picture of me in front of the control panel when I was brewing beer with John back in Washington. Uh, good times, good times. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, since there's no Trek activities that we're going to talk about, how about your activities? Did you do anything fun since our last time we you were on? We did. So um, uh, like most people know, we moved into a, a new place a month or so ago. Yeah, it's about two months now. Um, so, you know, we used to live right down the street from Angry Chair and Hidden Springs Ale Works and all these other great Tampa breweries, but we moved a little further out east, so we had to go check out the uh, the local breweries here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one night we went and visited Bullfrog Creek Brewing Company, oh. which is in which is in Valrico, Florida, and then um, another night, and I didn't write this in my notes, but we went and visited Levin Brewing. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw you. You went there. Yeah, which is in Riverview, Florida. So um, we're currently living in the Brandon area, for those of you familiar with with the Tampa area. Um, And uh, we had to go check out our new places. So Bullfrog Creek, um, I was really impressed with just, it's a simple, I don't want to call it a hole in the wall, but it's, you know, it's it's simple. It's like nothing grandiose, you know, just tables and a nice bar and a great beer selection. They, they're, um, they're not completely, uh, filling all of their taps with their own beers, but they got some guest taps and stuff on there too. And, um, they had a Berliner Weiss on that they called a Valrico Weiss because that's the town where they are is in Valrico. Um, that they were currently at that time they were serving with a peach syrup. So they were having like a peach Berliner, okay. which I got to try and, I tried to let I tried to get them to give me a can of it in a crowler, and uh, they they weren't going for it. Actually, by the time I was ready to take a whole crowler home of the Berliner Weiss, 
the keg was empty. Oh, so damn. missed out on that. And then, um, so yeah, we were able to try just about everything that Bullfrog Creek had on tap that they had produced. Um, and I was really happy. It was really some good, solid beers on there. Anything from, uh, we had a Brute IPA, um, a Milkshake IPA, which I'm going to talk about in my new and noteworthy beers. And then um, what was some other ones? A couple of sa- Sour Blonde, a Berliner, all kinds of good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's good. So is this going to be one of the breweries that you visit uh, You know, when you have a night free? I believe this will be. Okay. Uh, we already we already started kind of getting to know uh, a couple people that work there, and um, fortunately enough, one of the bartenders um, also does like dog walking and dog sitting and stuff like that. So who knows? I might uh, in the future decide to poach them from the uh, brewery or whatever <laughs> job that she uh, she's doing at the time uh, to come work with us. Okay, uh, help us work with some dogs. So, yeah, that works. Um, and then at Levin Brewing, which is a, which is in Riverview, Florida, um, they actually lured us out there with the promise of a burger and some French fries. <laughs> <laughs> so every Wednesday they had a special or they have a special that for 10 bucks, you get a burger fries and a beer of your choice. Anything they have on tap. Um, and Megan got, <laughs> Megan got a beer called um, totes. My goats, mm. which was a chocolate oatmeal stout. Okay. Um, and then I got, I believe it was a quad or an old ale. I can't remember. It's a good thing Untapped is around. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, we had had a couple of great beers. Got to have dinner. I mean, it only cost us twenty bucks plus tip. And uh, yeah, there's another place that opened up uh, right down the right next door to friends of ours own um, a a gym. They own a couple of gym franchises in the area and uh, it's right next door to their gym oh uh, <laughs> so you can go so, work out and then have a burger and a beer and- yeah i texted him a video <laughs> me of, of me going okay gym brewery gym brewery i said sorry guys i'm going to the brewery <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah again uh, some great beers came out of that place too uh, we only tried i think we tried three beers from there um, and everything that they had on tap was all stuff that they had produced. So, uh, again, uh, great beers coming out of coming out of the Florida Tampa area, and we're really excited to be able to try some new places. So, yeah, we've got a got a couple more that are nearby. Um, so, you know, got to get got to do our research. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Now, I also saw you don't have any in your notes, but I saw that you had also visited Fermented Realities Beer Garden. Oh, that's right. How, how was that? Hmm. So Fermented Realities Beer Garden, um, that is in a part of downtown Tampa called Sparkman's Wharf, uh, which is kind of this um, this new downtown kind of area where they have um, they have all these different little restaurants that you can eat that you can eat in. But all the restaurants are made out of shipping containers because we've got the uh, the Port of Tampa is right there. All the cruise ships actually launch out of um, that dock that's right next to Sparkman's Wharf. So actually, if you go down there, or when I was down that way yesterday, there were two giant cruise ships, one from Carnival and one from um, Norwegian in port yesterday. Hmm. And uh, they've got, I mean, anything from, uh, sh- I think there was shuffleboard down there, cornhole, all this just really great area just to sit and relax and grab some food, go over to the beer garden, grab a beer or two. And um, Fermented Reality uh, is also the people that produce our sponsors' B Cups. So um, I was actually texting back and forth with Joel, the guy that owns the beer garden and also uh, the B Cups company. Um, and I just missed him by about five minutes. Mm. So uh, I said, well, I guess we'll just have to catch up next time and, and uh, come over and have a beer again. But it's a really cool place. Um, not, not only just to get some good beer and some good food, uh, just for people watching, just grab a chair and just see, see a lot of people just come in and, you know, check out this place for maybe the first time or just watch people go out on a Friday or Saturday night and maybe just be uh stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that the, that finally opened and you got to visit and, and try it out. And I hope they do well. I I know that I'm enjoying my my uh, set of B cups, and I know Craft Beer Joe is enjoying his set of B cups, and I've seen you enjoy your B cups also. So mm-hmm. that's just one more thing that is going well for him. That's good. Well, I mean, who doesn't enjoy B cups? Yeah, I, I like a good B cup. Right. All right, well, you know what? Let me get into my new and noteworthy beers. To give you a little bit of a break, you can you can wet your uh, your mouth with some beer, get ready for your noteworthy beers, but I'll talk about mine real real quick. So uh, I'm going to start off with a local brewery, from uh, a beer from Woodland Empire Alecraft. And uh, I, I was going through the, the local co-op, and I, you know, they have a, a good variety of of local beers and, and I always try to pick up the Will and Empire stuff and this just was released it's called their Battlehammer Stout and it's a, a very tasty well done uh, Imperial Stout I think it was Imperial Stout I, I might be mistaken but it's a good stout and I gave it a four cap rating just solid I mean there's nothing special about it it just was a, a really well done Stout, which tasted good. I really enjoyed it. Now, to go on the opposite uh, trend of, of that, you know, going from stout to something a little bit different, you know, Chris, you were mentioning a peach Berliner Weiss. Uh, I also had a, a peach, kind of a, a passion fruit and peach Berliner Weiss from North Coast Brewing. And I'll tell you what, I've, I've mentioned before that I'm, you know, peach can be a hit or miss with me. A lot of times for my palate, the peach can come across with some kind of uh, acidic flavor that that makes it seem like uh, like I just got done, you know, puking, right? It's got that acidic <laughs> feeling for me. So I don't usually get things that have peach in it as far as beers because it just I've I've had a lot of bad experiences with it. But this was a Berliner Weiss, and I love the style, and I I got it, and I I want to try it. I'll tell you what. This beer is very well done. The passion fruit and the peach is not overly strong. It's just subtle hints of it in there with a nice subtle tartness to that Berliner Weiss. I loved it. I mean, this beer was really good. I gave it a four cap rating, and I uh, it was it came in a, a twelve ounce bottle, and I think my wife drank half of it because she took a sip out of my glass and said, "Woo, that's really good." And then she just kept taking my glass, and before I know it, uh, we finished that that cup pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a really good one. Do you, do you get uh, North Coast Brewing? I mean, See, I, I thought I did, and I know I've seen Old Rasputin yeah. on the shelves here. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I uh, I don't really see too much of it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, North Coast does the Old Rasputin. They do the Scrimsaw Pilsner, which is another one of my favorite. They, in fact. They do a lot of beers that I are really solid beers that I really enjoy. I I don't know why I just don't pick up more six packs of their beer because everything that they do is pretty pretty damn tasty. And this is again, this is a, a very good one to try if you can get it in your area. I recommend trying it. And uh, the next one I'm going to talk about is from Belching Beaver, Belching Beaver's Tooth and Nail New England IPA. And uh, I'll tell you what, this is a fantastic New England IPA. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, just good tropical fruit flavors. Just like, I mean, any other, you know, New England IPA, all has the same flavors, but it's really good. Uh, Four cap rating on that one. And the last one I want to talk about is Revision Brewing. They had a double New England IPA uh, called Citrus City. And again, I've I've talked about Revision over and over again. I love this brewery. They they do some really good New England IPAs and double IPAs. Uh, I gave this one a four cap rating too. So a nice little variety of beers from Stout to Berliner Weiss to New England IPA and double IPA. So I had a and I of course I in my new and noteworthy I also. You know, the beer I'm drinking right now is on there, that five capper, that source beer. Again, so a nice, well-rounded beer selection for me. So, Chris, what kind of beers were on your top list this time? Yeah, so I had a, a, a little bit of everything as well. Um, and just kind of going to the first one was going to be 
um, Bullfrog Creek's Brick City Milkshake IPA. Mm. And it was uh, strawberries and vanilla. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've been kind of craving some milkshake IPAs. Um, Craft Beer Joe, if you guys aren't following him on Instagram at all, he's been getting a ton of beer from 450 North. Um, it's a brewery in Indiana, and I believe they only distribute to like Indiana, Kentucky, or no, Indiana, Tennessee, and maybe Kentucky. I don't know. So it's, it's a really small footprint to where they distribute. Um, but he keeps posting all these beers that are um, milkshake IPAs or these like slushy Berliner fruit flavored things. And I'm like, man, I, I really need you to go ahead and send me a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't want to feel pressured, but um, I'd kind of like to get a hold of a couple of those. And I keep seeing them pop up all over social media and the, in the beer pages and stuff like that. Um, so I, I've been really kind of craving some milkshake IPAs um, just to kind of get that, those that really hazy beers, but are a little more on the sweet side. Mm-hmm. And I found it with this one and that, uh, that brick city milkshake IPA, I gave them four and a half caps. Oh, nice. Um, and I, I once again wanted to bring a crowler home and I, I just didn't for some stupid reason. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe next time. Um, so my next one was going to be from Adam, A T O M, uh, brewing company in Erie, Colorado. Excuse me. I had this one yesterday. It's their Ut de Grand, um, which is, uh, it's, the, the title, and this is what they had written and untapped, was that uh, roughly translated from Dutch means from the soil. Mm-hmm. And the inspiration for the series comes from the herbs we grow in our garden here at the brewery. It's brewed with locally grown barley and wheat, uh, open fermented with our wild caught house cultures. <laughs> now we're getting into some, some wild beer here. Yeah. What do I not like, Denny? <laughs> you don't like sours. <laughs> uh, the sours, I, like the Berliners and the Gozas, that they're, they're I'm 50-50 on those. Okay. Some of them the are good. Brett. You don't like bread either. The bread, the wild ales, I didn't know. Um, and it was left to mature in oak barrels for eight months, then re-fermented on watermelon and basil. Wow. I gave this a five-cap rating. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something I'd enjoy, too. And um, I believe on the bottle it was labeled as a farmhouse ale. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really, really good. Um, any wild any wild bacteria that was in there or wild yeast that were in there didn't put any flavors in there that were too uh, overwhelming. Yeah. And the watermelon, I always like watermelon and beer. <clears throat> it always... I just like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not really sweet, but it was sweet enough that it, it was really just good to just sit out on the back porch yesterday uh, and drink that. And uh, the basil was really subtle because I don't, you know, basil can be a really powerful flavor yeah. Oh, yeah. in food or even in beer. And they balanced that one just right. Oh, good. So, Gave that one a five cap rating, which I was really surprised um, just because of the type of beer it was. And then um, my next one was from Freem Family Brewers. Oh, yeah. And I've been hearing you guys talk about Freem for quite a while now. I love and Freem. Yeah. I was lucky enough to get a hold of one of their bottles through our friends at Tavor. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a Scotch barrel aged Imperial Brown Ale. Now, I was, uh, I'm not a fan of Scotch, mm-hmm. um, but it was really interesting to see how the beer worked uh, in a Scotch barrel because there were definitely some earthy flavors to it, like that, that peaty flavor yeah. that you can get if you drink Scotch at all. Um, and it worked out really well because brown ales, imperial brown ales, I really like. Um, but sometimes they can come off a little sweet when they're yeah. when they're on the higher alcohol side. And this worked out really well. I gave that one a four and a half cap. Nice. Um, and then, since this is releasing on Valentine's Day, Ooh. let's talk about this last one, <laughs> which is another Ohio beer from Zaftig Brewing. Their one night stand number two fifty four. Oh. Right, so it's a uh, a raspberry imperial stout that uh, again from our friends at Tavor. 
thanks guys. Yeah. Um, that was really, it was raspberry and chocolate and just some light roast in there. And uh, it was a little on the big side. I believe it was a, uh, it might've been a double digit beer. <laughs> nice. Man, was it good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Just to kind of, uh, just sip on that one. Um, it only came in a 12 ounce bottle, unfortunately, mm. but uh, I really enjoyed that one. And I gave that one four, four and a quarter caps. Wow. These are all some nicely rated beers for you, that you've had. So that's awesome. Yesterday, I was, I was busy yesterday. This is all <laughs> yesterday? Jeez. Uh, other than the IPA, <laughs> yeah, this was all yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, at least mine were spread over two weeks. So it wasn't all in one day. I, uh, although I, I've been, you know, we have been hitting... The Growler Guys is, is one of the spots we've been going. They have a, a very large selection of beers on tap. And they have uh, Ladies' Night on Wednesday, so it's, you know, it's, it's nice to go and get a discount when, we, when you're drinking with a couple ladies. Uh, so I, I've been, we've been drinking some, some pretty heavy stuff, too. I, it, it's weird. I mean, when you say that double digits, I think we went through a stout phase where I, we were drinking like a lot of st stouts and imperial stouts that were, you know, up there at nine, 10, 11, 11 and a half percent. And I mean, they're really good, but man, it starts to wear on you when you start drinking those heavy alcohol beers, you know, for a, over and over again. So it's nice that I'm, I've been stepping back and drinking some of these lighter beers. I went through a, a few, Sierra Nevada Pale Ales. These are these are ones I don't check in and untap, but you know nothing. It's it's nice to have a fallback of a you know a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale that is just a a nice flavorful, but lighter in alcohol and lighter bodied uh, beer, just to kind of you know have a couple and and not feel like you're just getting weighted down and and wasted from all the alcohol and and stuff. So, but yeah. Okay, I didn't mean to drag on, but uh, let's let's move on with the show. Uh, we did not get any voicemail. In fact, we didn't get any feedback. You know, we got we we didn't get any feedback that I'm going to mention on the show tonight. But because we are having a B cup contest, get your voicemails into the show. You have just two more weeks as you listen to this. Two more weeks to get your voicemails in, so you can be entered into the B cup contest you could win your very own set of four ipa b cups ipa style b cups all you have to do is send us a voicemail and you'll automatically be entered into the contest we will be picking that winner on episode 120 which will be airing on february 28th so you only have two weeks left so please get those voicemails in in, in our contest i i believe we have and i almost hate to say this two people Yes, yes. Two we, people. We have two people that are entered, and guess what? The two people that have entered have won previous contests. So you know what? They have a good chance of winning another contest because there's only two of them. I don't want to give them things right now. <laughs> I want to give stuff to new people. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to do, easy to do. All right, well, hey, if you would like to contact the show with your comments or questions, you can easily reach us through email at tapthecraft at gmail.com or, of course, follow us on Twitter at tapthecraft. And you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tapthecraft. And don't forget, like we just mentioned, we do have a voicemail number. You can call 208-536-3359 or 208-53-ODDLY. Just give us a call. Let us know your feedback, questions, what you're drinking, whatever you want. Let us know. And I just want to put this out. We have business cards. Tap the Craft Podcast now officially has business cards that we would love to send out to our listeners who find themselves talking about the show but find it also difficult to you know, let people know exactly how to contact us. So if you want me to send you some business cards that when you're out and about talking about the show and you just want to pass a card off to someone, then they don't have to, you know, write anything down. You can just give them a card and uh, they can go and find us on their own. I will send you some business cards to uh, give away. So just let us know. 
And we want to thank Open Forum Radio Network for supporting the show. They provide the hosting space at openforumradio.com. And if you enjoy the content that we are putting out, then we know you'll find some other great content like the following. Thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft with Denny, John, and Chris. Hey, and if you want to check out more great podcasts, check out the Open Forum Radio Network over at openforumradio.com. We have such podcasts such as Open Forum Radio Proper, Facetious, Geeks for the Win, Gamer Husbands Radio, The OMG Hour, Gaming Vessels, Slash Attainment, and Conspiracy Otter. Hey, thank you so much for checking out Tap the Craft today, and please leave these fellas a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this great show. Hey, thanks again for listening. All right, now it's time for the Brew Buzz, and the Brew Buzz is devoted to discussing various beer topics, and this week, we are going to discuss beers for Valentine's Day. But before we get into that discussion, we have some Valentine beer poems for you. Yeah, so I figured we, we I was to say, we figured we'd get you guys in the mood yeah, for some, yeah. some Valentine's Day beers. Yeah, so put right? on so, some soft uh, berry white, or whatever the sexy Valentine... <laughs> music is i don't know what it is or, this day or cardi b whatever you might be interested okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so let's see so we got some beers are red but fewer blue i'm opening a bottle and i'll pour some for you oh nice i know i'm a regular dr seuss and then uh roses are red violets are blue beer makes me happy especially awesome barrel aged stouts and double ipas <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like a hint <laughs> that's okay take it as you will enjoy your valentine's day <laughs> all right happy valentine's day to everyone out there all right so uh i i thought that you know what this is releasing on valentine's day so why not have a valentine's you know theme for our topic because a lot of times it's kind of hard to come up with a, a topic and i thought this was easy right it's valentine's day surely I can find some Valentine's beers out there for people to try. And I'm hoping that a lot of you have already tried these beers, or if you haven't, you're going to go out and try them after we talk about them. So there was an article that, uh, that I found, there's a couple articles that I found that talked about beers. So the first one is from the Saver website article, the Brew Valentine's Day Beers. It's oh, okay. The Brew is the... I don't know, the uh, section, and it's the article's called Valentine's Day Beers to Help You Drink Away the Pain. And they quoted right in the beginning of this article, quote, whether you're coming off of a difficult breakup, celebrating a blossoming love affair, or just plain wanting to hook up for the night, Valentine's Day offers countless reasons to drink. Why, hey, that sounds like a lot of reasons right there. I, I don't I don't deny that. There's countless reasons to drink on Val on VD. <laughs> yeah, VD. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So let's dive into the article and find out what beers you should drink on this day for celebrating love. So the author, Justin Kennedy, states, if you're time worn and weary of the holiday like me, you'll probably be staying in. In which case a big bottle of a syrupy stout like Brooklyn Brewery's Black Ops or Foothill Brewery's Sexual Chocolate would be perfectly acceptable, especially as a post-dinner drink with a big slice of chocolate cake. So there's two beers that if you want to go on the, the big, dark chocolate stout kick, he recommends these two. So I'll go ahead and uh, I'll read the first one. I'll let you have the Sexual Chocolate, Chris. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you should. All right, so Black Ops from Brooklyn Brewery. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Black Ops does not exist. However, if it did exist, it would be a strong stout concocted by the Brooklyn Brewing Team under cover of secrecy and hidden from everyone else at the brewery. The myth is that this supposed Black Ops was then aged for months in bourbon barrels, bottled flat, and re-fermented with champagne yeast. Presumably, such a beer would raise a rich, fluffy, dark brown head, and it would combine chocolate and coffee flavors with a rich underpining of vanilla-like bourbon notes. A beer like that would be mighty nice, but it would be hard to make more than five cases. It could never be sold or released to the public. They say that the brewmaster revealed the beer to a few other people at the brewery only 
after it had been barreled. The rumor going around is that the brewery plans to drink the beer themselves over the holidays and give some to their family and friends. That's what they say, but frankly, there's no evidence for any of this. This beer is obviously a figment of people's fervent imaginations. People tend to get loopy around the holidays. Everyone go home now. There's nothing to see here. So the style is a barrel-aged imperial stout. The malts they use has been redacted. The hops have been redacted. And the yeast they're using has been redacted. Well, they already said it's champagne yeast, supposedly. So we'll see. But allegedly. The, allegedly, yeah. But there's no, there's no real proof because it's been all redacted. Fake news. Fake news. And the alcohol by volume, uh, 11.5%. Wow, that's a, uh, that's a pretty stiff uh, beer right there. That's a, that's a big one. Some food that goes along with this beer, a myth, legend, and strong cheeses and ice cream. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the food. And availability, uh, it does not exist. So, it, you know, hey, that's what, get, get, it, get it if you can on the black market. And the format comes in 750 milliliter cork finished bottles. So that is the Black Ops from Brooklyn Brewery. I would love to hear from any of our listeners who have had an opportunity to try this beer to go ahead and write into the show and let us know what you thought of this beer. Okay, Chris, how about you take I, on sexual... Oh, wait, you got something to say about Black Ops? I was going to say, I could tell you about Black Ops. But, You've had it? But I don't want to die. <laughs> That's true. You better keep it under wraps. I don't want and my to buddy, die either. My, my buddy Ryan in Ohio, he could tell you about Black Ops because I allegedly bought him a bottle a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Well, you know what, oh, Ryan? I know you listen, so you better uh, ride into the show. Let us know yeah. how it was. Okay, you take on the sexual chocolate. All right, so sexual chocolate or sexual chocolate. Mm. Uh, so it should be uh, sexual chocolate from Foothills Brewing. is going to be a cocoa-infused Russian imperial stout brewed with responsibly sourced organic Peruvian cacao nibs. <laughs> now, <clears throat> this is actually a... Uh, uh, bucket list beer for me. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, I've been wanting to try this one for quite a while, so I'm kind of interested in reading some more about it. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, opaque, black in color with a dark brown head and big chocolate aroma with complex notes of espresso, black strap molasses, dark sweet toffee, and dark fruit. And it metal it metalist meddled, I can't talk. Uh meddled at both the Great American Beer Festival and the World Beer Cup. There you go. Nice. Uh so a little history on the beer. A University of Georgia student, home brewing beer with some of his friends in his dorm. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> against that's probably against university policy, but whatever. Um Jamie Bartholomus. I hope I pronounced that mm -hmm. right, had an idea to make a beer to celebrate Valentine's Day and turn that idea into a dark chocolatey brew and named it for a band in an Eddie Murphy movie. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're in college. That's right. right? Um, the legend grew. Jamie started Foothills Brewing in 2005, resurrecting his dark, delicious concoction in 2007 and serving it at the pub. Uh, to great acclaim, mind you. Uh, word spread quickly in the craft beer kingdom about this magic elixir, potent of taste and provocative of name. Uh, bottling began by popular demand in 2008, sparking an impromptu raid on the brew pub each February. Today's sexual chocolate release day attracts hundreds of revelers, some of whom camp out overnight just to acquire the legendary beer and have a really good time while they're at it. Mm. So, a little uh, stats on the beer is going to be their alcohol by volumes about 9.6%. Ah, that's nothing. That's, <laughs> that's what I drank before I got onto my second beer. <laughs> uh, their bitterness is going to be 75 IBUs, so a little on the bitter side. And the availability is going to be January, February, either on tap or in bottles. Hmm. Nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, this sounds like a great beer. And I, uh, yeah, it's, it, it also kind of sounds like what other beer gets released in February that has like people lining up overnight to get it and everything. It depends on what Angry Chair is putting out. Oh, Angry Chair. Well, 
Uh, Russian Hidden Springs, Hidden Springs just put out a beer uh, that was released this past Saturday that sold out in an hour or two. So okay, I was thinking uh, Russian Rivers Pliny the Younger. Oh yeah, it uh, you know it's uh, supposedly you you put a article on the on the uh, Facebook page I think or maybe I read it somewhere that that they doubled their production mm-hmm. this year, which is interesting that they could do that. You know that's. Now, now if they're doubling it up, now it's probably going to be a lot of bottles available because it's not as maybe as popular as it once was. I, I, I know it's a it's a well of a beer to get, but I don't know how many people are going after wells these days. Is, is, well, I I want to bring up actually uh, what I don't know if it's still considered a whale, oh. but I heard some info. No, no, not not uh, Pliny the Younger, but. Hmm. Uh, I read a story here very recently about something really close to home here in Tampa is uh, Cigar City's Hunapu Imperial Stout. Oh. According to a story I read, they may be distributing that next year. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I don't know if that's uh, what that's going to mean as far as, uh, I mean, it's, it's not really that hard to get a hold of. You can go into Cigar City right now and go get it on tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be in Tampa though to get it. Or Colorado. Wait, do you have a tap room in Colorado? They do. Oh, uh, for Oscar, Oscar Blues. Blues. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I need to go to Colorado then. I mean, if you go to Colorado, can you let me know? Because I'll go with you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So now, now we talked about some of those big chocolate stouts let's go into some non-chocolate stout related beers that he had to mention so i'll start it off with l smith's my bloody valentine l and this one says don't spend this single awareness day alone grab a my bloody valentine this red-blooded cousin of the evil dead red l their halloween brew is a beautiful crimson color notes of caramel toast and bittersweet chocolate balance an intense bouquet of floral hop aromas that we know you'll fall in love with. The finish leaves a pleasant, full-bodied sweetness on the palate that won't spread angry rumors about you to all your friends like that one time when I was, uh, um, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> the sp- yeah, but there was that one time that you, you know, you did that thing, Denny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. Why? Uh, so the uh, ABV? Uh, 6.66, the old triple six. Uh, IBUs, only 10 bitters units, not a bitter beer. It's actually uh, quite unbitter. So, uh, L. Smith's My Bloody Valentine. I have not had this beer, but it's I've heard about this beer a number of years. So, one day, I might uh, get my hands on it. Have you had it, Chris? I haven't. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, okay. Now you know. Now you know. All right, so moving on to the next one was uh, Aleworks Bitter Valentine. That's nobody wants a bitter Valentine. Uh, a poured glass of bitter Valentine is full of intentions and optimistic expectations, aren't we all? Uh-huh. Uh, an empty glass of bitter Valentine is getting dumped on February 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Left to wonder if you will ever love again. Aleworks repeats this cycle every year not especially challenging as the name implies the flavor is exceptionally balanced and smooth with notes of citrus and pine from pacific northwest hops okay so the style on this one is a double ipa uh it's uh abv is at 8.3 percent and it is available in the month of january yeah yeah all right a, a bitter ipa nice all right and then we have the brewery their Tart of Darkness. The Tart of Darkness is a sour stout that is aged in oak barrels that previously housed beers such as the Sucre or Black, Sucre. Tu- Sucre or Black mm-hmm. Tuesday. And those are both trademarked and restricted. So can't, can't use those uh, without uh, stating that, I guess. <laughs> the result is a perfectly tart yet awesomely dark and roasty sour stout. I, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Um, there's nothing awesome about a sour stout. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a beer style that I think people have to appreciate to really enjoy it, in my opinion. Yeah, but what did what did you say about sour IPAs when you first saw them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
there's been there's been one sour stout that actually surprised me that was decent. And this one might surprise me and be decent too because it does have blueberries in it. Right? I think it said or no, uh, cherries. 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 But honestly, the most the majority of the sour stouts I have just don't to me just taste like they they're just not uh brewed right, you know, it tastes off. So No. I wonder if it's sour because of the because uh, it says it. Well, I mean, you'll read this, but it talks about tart cherries and then sweet vanilla beans. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, just, yeah. I wonder if it's just sour because of the cherries and not because of like a bug that's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So let me finish this off. Uh, this is a very special edition. It has an addition of tart cherries and sweet vanilla beans. The additional cherries help bring the fruit character of the Belgian style yeast to the forefront with the vanilla matches flawlessly with the burnt roastiness of the malt it's uh, 7.1 percent alcohol 10 ibus so uh yeah maybe you're right maybe the tartness is just coming from those cherries uh i mean i like belgian stouts and i mean i enjoy a good belgian stout and maybe the cherries makes it a little bit on the sour side it's not really a sour stout but uh, yeah, I should try it before I criticize it. But I just, whenever I hear the two words together, sour and stout, I just kind of cringe because I've had some bad almost, experiences. Yeah, I almost think of like sour milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, you, yeah. When you talk about that. But the more you read through that, I'm kind of going, I'd kind of like to try that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I found another article from the Chow Hound website called Here's What Craft Beer Lovers Should be drinking on valentine's day and chris because i know you love this brewery why don't you go ahead and start us off with the first one yeah so anchorage brewing their love buzz it's a feeling overcomes deriving of a most curious perplexity i almost want to say that again just because it was fun to read (laughs) a rich desire awakens to explore the contents of such delicate loveliness upon a deep connection with rounded lips a bittersweet complexity enters the soul, and so begins an amorous affair. Heightened awareness envelops the senses as the grandeur of such bold character develops. Caramel beauty exhibits itself, sprawling into full body, widely upward, bubbling with excitement. Tantalizing effects of peppery bitterness grasp the tongue. Enchantment takes hold as a blanket of citrus slowly unfolds. As in any noteworthy love story, a subtle fruity sweetness of a rose emerges to the finish. A warm contentment grazes over, signifying a united marriage of balance and pleasure. Fortitude has revealed itself to those who have encountered such an enriching experience. An experience so delectable, so defining, so unequivocable, an experience that is love buzz. Love's buzz. Love's buzz. Yeah. So the style on this beer, other than the softcore porn that I just read, <laughs> uh, the style of this beer is a Saison. Uh, it comes in at 8% uh, ABV, and its IBUs is, at a, is a 40%. It's normally, uh, normally sold in 750 milliliter bottles. Yeah, Um no, no, no. This beer sounds fantastic. And we, you already talked about Saison as a, uh, a surprising style that had some unique flavors. What I like about Saison is that anything goes. You can throw mm-hmm. herbs and f- fruit and hops into a Saison, and it still is a Saison, right? And, and Anchorage is fantastic at making beers like this. And so mm-hmm. uh, it really, I mean, if, if I had an opportunity to try this, I would definitely try it, and I I think I'd really enjoy it because I do enjoy farmhouse sales and, and saisons, and yeah, and Anchorage is a good brewery. They are a very good brewery, and it, because it's a saison, I mean that's I I'm not always big on that style, mm-hmm. but I like the history of the style. Yeah, you know, it was it was one of those beers that was brewed for you to drink while you were at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, I mean, it was a cheap cheap beer. That was made, uh, you know, yeah, for the farm hands to mm-hmm. uh, to be able to re-energize themselves, to get out there and work after, you know, during lunch they'd go ahead and drink some of these things and then go out there and keep working. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great beer. It's a working man's it, beer. 
At eight percent, though, I don't know how much work you're going to be doing after you have a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, the next beer is from Carton Brewing, and it's their. It's called their Cupid. And uh, I'll just read what they have to say about this beer. The simple truth is, we wanted to make something taste like roses, and a stout reminiscent of the simple flavors of box chocolates seemed to make sense. The path became clear once we embraced honesty. No need for chocolate additions, just a malt bill built around chocolatey notes. After that, it was just some roses on the way home. Drink Cupid because that's all there was. (laughs) (laughs) Drink Cupid because that's all there was to it. Really, we swear, a straightforward inkling for box chocolates and some roses. Nothing else was going on. (laughs) And uh, this is a... I mean, this is a, a pretty cool beer because uh, the style is, of course, chocolate stout with roses. It's 6.6% alcohol and 30 IBUs. It comes in nitro, 16-ounce cans, or, of course, you can get it on, on draft at the brewery. Now, at the website that I visited to get this information, uh, they have a video. If you go to the page, that I'll have a link on the uh, the show notes. If you go to the page and watch the video, the owner of the brewery talks about coming up with this this beer. It took two years to develop this beer because they wanted to make it, you know, they wanted to have a rose addition to a chocolate stout. But when they were adding adjuncts to it, the chocolate cocoa nibs and stuff, uh, it was it wasn't turning out the way they wanted it, and they found that. They were able to reach what they wanted by not putting any additions in, just using the malts and you know regular beer malts and chocolate dark roasted you know malts to give the chocolate flavor, and just adding rose buds or whatever rose hips or whatever to the to the end product uh, you know at the end of the uh, boil. And so go watch that video if you are curious about this beer. It's really uh, a really interesting watch, and it's only like two minutes long, so it's not going to take too much of your time. But I really enjoyed that. Okay, we've got uh, another one uh, in uh, in the Cincinnati area, right? Or yeah, uh, Urban Artifact. Yeah. I've actually had this beer. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so Urban Artifact's Love Letter, a romantic gesture as old as the written word. Prior to the digital revolution, love letters were written with ink on paper. Let's make sure the artifact doesn't disappear. It's a Midwest fruit tart uh, brewed with 3,000 pounds of peaches. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of peaches. Yeah. And 30 grams of vanilla beans per 30-barrel batch. Um, this comes in at about at a 7.4% ABV. And the wild cultures are going to be urban artifacts, lactobacillus, their saccharomyces cerevisiae. Wow. So how is this beer? This beer is good. Really? The, uh, yeah, and it's, it's another one of those beers that, again, if you try a beer style that you don't like, <laughs> you just haven't found the right one. Um, and I know this is one that I've tried in the past that, uh, that I really did like. So the the wild the wild ales and stuff like that not not really my thing but it still uh, still tastes pretty good even when you do find that one um, actually um, speaking of people trying different styles of beers they didn't like mm-hmm. Tina yeah drinking drinking IPAs like it's her job now now she likes them I've ruined another one okay awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still amazed that they have, I mean, a ton and a half of peaches in this beer. Come on. That seems like like a lot. And I don't know how you clean that up after that big mess. And and where's the beer? If you put all these peaches into this beer, where's the actual beer? You just, you know, you just took out all the, displaced all the beer with peaches. That's a lot of peaches. Well, I mean, maybe they grind it up and strain out all the pulp, and then that, you know. I don't. I think three thousand pounds is still a lot of peaches, even oh. pulp. <laughs> Why not buy extract? Because I know. How dare the, you? I know, but you know what? If you can get the similar character 
with with something that's a lot less. I mean, my gosh, I, I just, because Ohio peaches are delicious. Is that it? Okay, all right, three thousand pounds of them. I mean, you could probably find that down the street from where their brewery is. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be expensive too. Yeah. That's, you probably got to prep all that fruit too. Yeah, you got to prep it. You can't just dump it in. You probably can't just can't dump it in the boil. Yeah, they yeah they all got you know pits in the in the center of them, so that means hard stones. You can't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a pain. But hey, it's a great beer, so I guess I should try it. I shouldn't I shouldn't complain. Okay, one last beer, Chris. I'm gonna read off here. It's from Yards Yards Brewing out of. Uh, Philadelphia, right? Is that where they're from? Philly? Yards? I think so. Pennsylvania, at least. I uh, love stout. I've had this beer. This is the only beer on this whole this whole thing that I've actually had, I think. It's a, it's a pretty good stout. This is a, a creamy, rich... It's, the three words that's used to describe it is creamy, rich, and satisfying. It says, Our brewers have poured their hearts and roasted malts into this rich, well-rounded stout. Luscious notes of coffee and chocolate accent. Love Stout's smooth, creamy mouthfeel. We will not apologize for any... What is that? Amorous? How do you, how do you say Amorous. It? Amorous. We, yeah, this is... We will not apologize for any amorous affairs resulting, resulting from, from the consumption of this beverage. All right. It's a dry stout. 5.5% alcohol. 33 IBUs. Comes in 12-ounce bottles and on nitro in a keg. Available all year round. So you can get your Love Stout on all year round. And I did enjoy this beer. It was pretty good. I didn't have it on Nitro, though, just in the bottle. Have you had Love's or Yard's Love Stout? I, no, I don't think I have. But, I, you know, I, I, I do like getting my Love Stout on all year round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, Chris, guess what? We've reached the end of the show, and it's time to put this the show to bed. But before we do that, let's go ahead and we have an opportunity to raise a glass to some people we like to raise a glass to. So is there anyone you'd like to raise a glass to? Yes. So I want to raise a glass to uh, my wife, Megan. Uh, we've had quite a crazy couple of months. Um, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure we've lost, we've both lost our sanity. Oh, so, okay. Um, but hey, uh, on the flip side, uh, we're, we're both still here and still kicking strong. So. Uh, raise my glass to her uh just for putting in the hours that she has been uh just it's been like i said it's been a hell of a last couple of weeks so uh cheers to you megan all right cheers to megan cheers yeah. to megan danny what about you all right i want to give a a big old toast to our buddy <laughs> chew your beer robert you know he had another contest on uh untapped and we promoted it on the twitter feed uh, about uh, naming or filling in the blank and he was gonna you know he he gives a, a little like mad lib type thing and you go ahead and fill in the blanks and then the one that makes him laugh the most uh wins a beer and the beer he was giving away was his choco tasso commercially brewed mexican chocolate stout so i didn't win but uh but hey i i just got to raise a glass to robert for putting on these contests and supporting uh, you know, beer lovers out there across the country and for the lucky winner who won that uh, that beer. But today, before we got online to record this, uh, I got a message from Robert asking for my address. Of course, I've already sent him my address a couple times, but that's okay. I will keep sending it to him because whenever he asks for my address, that means most likely he's going to be sending me some beer. So, Robert, cheers to you for whatever you're sending me. And I hope it's that awesome Choco Tasso so that I can enjoy uh, your commercially brewed beer. So cheers yeah. to you. Yeah, go follow him because uh, I've also had that Choco Tasso. Uh, go follow him on Chew Your Beer at Twitter because uh, if you win, you win a bottle of that, you will not be disappointed. Oh, yeah. It's good, it's good stuff for sure. It's good stuff. And I'll raise a glass to my son. His uh, birthday is the day before Valentine's Day. So I'll be drinking on that day to help celebrate him with another year. So cheers to you, son. And of course, being a former serviceman, I always want to raise my glass and thank all those who have served and who are currently serving in the armed forces. I want to thank you for protecting our freedoms. Cheers to you and return home safely to your families really soon. 
And Chris, why don't you go ahead and, and toast our uh, sponsor? Absolutely. So let's raise a glass to our friends at Bee Cups, the supplier of outdoor craft beer cups, for partnering up with us. And I encourage all of our listeners to go visit their site at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Or you can check out their other happenings and goings on at fermentedreality.com. You can check out the world's first full line of style-specific plastic beer cups for people on the go. Whether you're hanging out at the beach or by the pool or hiking in the wilderness or even enjoying some time on the boat, bee cups are great for any place that you can't use standard glassware. And you can also check out our friends at Tavor. If you use the promo code TAPTHECRAFT, all one word, at Tavor.com to order some awesome beer. Uh, For every new user, they'll give you a $10 credit after you spend $25. Nice. Yeah, so go use it. We've already had some people uh, ask us for that code, so hopefully they're getting their their savings. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. And remember... Uh, we have business cards. If you would like to have some business cards to hand out to people that you're ch- chat about the show with, just hit me up and I'll send them your way. And of course, you can find the beers and the links to the articles that we mentioned on the show in the show notes loco- located on the show post at openformreal.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at loose screw. And Chris, how can our listeners follow you? You can find me on Twitter at Chris underscore McKenzie 82 or untapped and Instagram at MCK one, three, four, five. And you can always find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tap the craft. All right. It's last call. It's time to bring the show to a close. We want to thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We ask you to please tell a friend and of course, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher radio, TuneIn radio, Google play, or however you listen to your podcast. And as a reminder, We release a new show every two weeks. Now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer. Cheers. What's going on? Oh, you just went. I didn't hear anything for a second, so I wasn't sure. What's going on? No, no, no. I was just, I didn't hear you. Can you hear me? Chris? Chris? Can you hear me? I'm still here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I, I, I kept saying to you, what's going on? What's going on? And Yeah, I kept talking. Yeah, I can hear you. Now you can hear I me? I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can hear you. Okay, this is weird. You can hear me right now. Yes. Okay. Wow, something weird is going on. I don't know what. Uh... <laughs> it's not even a full moon. Like, what the hell? Everything was going really smooth, and then you're talking, and then all of a sudden you stopped, and I'm like, Chris, are you there? And then you're like, Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? You're like, oh, I'm like. <laughs> can you hear me and you're like no response i'm like i don't think you can hear me (laughs) jeez Ah, that's okay